0: I don't wanna be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. From the top to the bottom, I was raised to be solid. Really, at every angle, I ain't worried about the oddity. Can see the hate tunnel vision on the profit boss moves if i want it best believe i cops it team so tough moving silence like the mafia trying to get the form whip probably name it claudia wife rocking tiffany that's just another day to me i be living lavish that's why these haters be hating me stronger than i ever been never break never been god first family second money is like next again so if you come in for me pull the trigger god and shoot kevlar mindset lifestyle bulletproof bulletproof Built tougher than your average, ultimate hustler. I'm the total package, bulletproof. I know you see me in your scope. I'm the captain of the ship. You just a sailor with a boat, bulletproof. Built tougher than your average, ultimate hustler. I'm the total package, bulletproof. I know you see me in your scope. I'm the captain of the ship. You just a sailor with a boat,
1: bulletproof. What's up, everybody? You are on the Bulletproof Mafia, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about tattoos and such. So it's funny, I was talking to Phil a little bit as we were heading down to the studio and we were talking about, okay, like what's today's podcast gonna be about? and uh, and really, what I was gonna do was get on here. I've been gone for a couple weeks, took the family, we went to to Maui uh, in Hawaii and and just disconnected. i I didn't do a podcast i I didn't work hardly at all, which is very much unlike me. but um, I just just made a decision to disconnect from everything and connect even deeper with them and so every day was just an adventure here's what we're gonna do today here's what we're gonna like just go have fun do our thing and so I was gonna get on here and talk to you about that and it's funny Phil says oh man I forgot to tell you I got a tattoo and he pulls the sleeve up and he shows me and it says them first and I knew instantly what it meant but I thought that was really cool like he he chose to put his family first but it, it sparked this this thought process in me, and, and so I decided I'm going to take the podcast an entire different way. You know, I, I, th- I thought it was cool that instantly, when he showed me that, them first, that it took my mind to a place where I started to think, well, that's exactly what I just did the last two weeks. Now, I, I sloughed off a bunch of responsibility, and now I'm in a whirlwind because I'm playing catch-up, and I almost did a podcast about that and, and how procrastination uh, results in deletion and sometimes just... Chaos, And then we talked about doing just several different things. And but but to it, when he said I got a tattoo and I'm like, ah, the first of a sleeve. So if you've only listened to me, then you don't know that I have a three quarter sleeve on my right arm tattoo I'm talking about. And and on my left arm, I'm getting ready to start that here in the next couple months. In fact, I almost started when I was in Hawaii, I was going to start with like a, on my right arm, on the underside of my arms, my youngest daughter's eye, it's it's a really cool looking tattoo, it's got a little bit of color in it, and on the left arm in the same spot, I was going to do a turtle, a sea turtle, because my oldest daughter has this love-hate relationship with sea turtles, I won't get into it, but they've tried to kill her, according to her, and and they're like the most peaceful sea creature in all of the world, one happened to come up next to her and breathe, and it scared the crap out of her, so it's pretty funny, but I was going to get a sea turtle under the other arm with her date of birth on it as like I the eye of one of my daughters and then that turtle association in the other arm and I'm still going to do that but we decided not to do it in Hawaii and, and so anyway whenever I said to Phil so the beginning of a sleeve he said yeah now I didn't elaborate with him I don't know if that's true or not I'm not going to try to hold him to hey you need to get your whole sleeve done right um it, it was cool And there was zero judgment passed on me, but it instantly triggered me and it triggered a story inside of me that I want to share with you. And then I'm going to parlay that into just a real quick lesson and something that resonates deep with me. And I want to share that. And I I think it's something that'll help you. So I had a customer one time and the customer uh, acknowledged, like introduced himself as pastor so-and-so. Now the the job of a pastor, the job of a church leader, the job of almost any religion that I'm aware of, is to love. Their job is to is to love the people they come in contact with. It's to love Christ, love God, love their version of God. Like any, it doesn't matter. I have never met anybody who's a part of a religion that their that their premises hate. It's always love. Now, there are, like, don't get too deep on me there. Just stay, stay in the shallow with me, um, especially in the Americas, right? But, but literally, I've never met someone who their religious point of view is, I hate everyone. And so this pastor uh, sat across from me and, and talked about all of his pastoral doings. And, and I'm super slow in business to talk about being a Christian. I'm super slow in dialect with people to smack them with my faith. I tread light in those waters because I want to recognize the waters that I'm swimming in before I speak. I recognize that if I have enough time with someone, I can share with them what my belief system is in a non intrusive way that will possibly or possibly not open a door for a further conversation. Like Inside of most faiths, that's another leg of it. Another leg of, of faith is, hey, you're going to share your belief system. No, it's a share. It's not a smack. It's not a punch. It's not like, and, and, there, and there's not, if you're truly walking inside of, and, and for me, that's Christianity. If you're, if you're truly walking inside of your faith, you love. You love first. That's the first doctrine. Love, love Christ, love the church, love people that's, it's there. But what happened to me that day is he was sharing this and, and, and talking about all of his doings and talking about everything else, you know, I didn't realize at the time he was fishing. He was fishing for me to say something contrary that he could then hit me with his Bible. Like literally, I think he had it in his back pocket, double fisting it, holding it on each bottom corner and just smacking me across faith's face, face with, with the book. Christ loves you. Pow. God loves you, pow. I love you, pow. <laughs> but that's what he was doing. But the conversation shifted hard whenever I finally got to a point in it that I felt comfortable enough to say, I'm a Christian. He sat back and, and he seemed surprised. He seemed super surprised. He sits back. He, he His face kind of wrinkles up. Eyes get wide. And I can see that he's like, almost not believing. And then that's just a split second micro, like just this, it wasn't an obnoxious contortion of his face. It was just like a, a flash. I, I thought in my mind, he seemed surprised by that. And he gathered himself so quickly and he leans forward and says, you must be a new Christian. <laughs> and I kind of chuckled and I said, well, I mean, A decade and a half, 15 years or so, so. And he goes, oh, and he points at my arm and he goes, well, then that means that tattoo's over 15 years old. Now, this is why I don't run into circles and crowds of people screaming, hey, I'm a Christian. What I recognized in that moment is that his own belief system, his own stories, his own mind trap his own judgmental nature caused him to formulate an opinion about me like this is little right this is this is micro hate that i'm dealing with but it solidified something and something that i want to like when i meet someone new i purposefully make sure that i have zero Preconceived notions about them. Because in my lifetime, some of my greatest relationships are with people who I would have never expected it. Some of my greatest relationships with men are with atheists. Have been with Christians. Have been with like a a good, good, good friend of mine's a Mormon. It doesn't matter, but these are, these are choices that people have made in their, in their faith, in their belief system. And if I'm standing strong in what I believe, then I just love them. And I make sure that if there's an opportunity for me to speak truth into their world, I do it. And if not, if there's not ever, I'll continue to be their friend. If they call me in the middle of the night and say, I need you, I'm there. If they sit across from me in the, in, in, as a customer in one of my businesses and say, hey, I need your help, I'm there. But what I think happens is so many people lose so much power because they fill themselves with hate and judgment. And see, they, it, most people wouldn't want to associate the, the conversation of judgment with hate. But the fact is, is I triggered that man in that second when I said I'm a Christian because I didn't fit the mold of what he felt a Christian should look like. Now, I can't imagine being an African-American or some some other race that in living as a minority inside of of the world. I know that a lot of women feel that they deal with this same thing. Like I, I, I can't imagine that, right? Like I'm the 40 year old male Christian. I'm not 40 yet. I'm 39. But you get it. Like I'm I'm the I, I'm the silver spoon guy, right? Everything was given to me and everything's perfect. Lati da. Life's awesome. But if you don't think that I have people that judge the shit out of me, you're wrong. If you don't think that I have people who things that I say, like for a lot of Christians, my language is a barrier to them believing in my faith with their God. Because my interpretation of that particular portion of the Bible is different. The, the, the voice of God in me talking to me about how I'm supposed to live, act, breathe, do is different than what their expectation of that is. My tattoos a little bit of a representation that, hey, I might have a little bit of an edginess to me. I'm not the the buttoned down, like buttoned up and 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 tied long sleeve shirt, like sit in a, a staunch room talking about the PGA. Like that's not that's not the kind of guy that I am. Like that's not who I want to be. I'd rather be a bro. Like I want to hang out with guys that I like. I want to do things that are adventurous. I want to, you know, be diverse in my experiences and in my actions and in my Intellect, in my judgments, in my relationships. So I'm just kicking this at you because, you know, every, all the podcasts, everything that we've done, everything that we're doing all boils down to this one conversation and it's power. Power inside of the way that we operate in this game of life and business and relationships. And I would just ask you to ask yourself, where you fall in that. I still have, I saw bottom lines. I still have things that aren't acceptable and things that if you sat across from me and said, I believe in this, if I disagree, I'll tell you, hey, I think that's horseshit. I don't think that's right. Here's the basis of my belief system. You have what you want, but I'm gonna speak that as my truth the same as you're speaking that what you believe or what you're trying to push at me. But it doesn't mean that I judge you. It doesn't mean that I hate you. It doesn't mean that I don't like you. It doesn't mean that I think that you did something wrong. I for sure don't look at somebody's exterior and decide what I think about their interior. Their relationship, their faith choice, their, the way they conduct themselves and family. Now, I watch closely for indicators that give me insight, but there's no such thing visually. There's just not. Like, I've met some of the greatest guys in the world, give you, give you like, the shirt off their back, no questions asked. They've got a big old tattoo on the side of their neck and their face. <laughs> like, 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 you want to pass judgment. That's, that's some kind of a hard ass. It wouldn't do anything. You know, like, uh, like that's not the kind of guy I want to be al- left alone with. And in fact, a lot of those guys that I've been introduced to are the guys that I would want to be alone with in an environment where I didn't feel safe. Because I know that those are the kind of guys that stand three people in front of me to protect me because they know that I've got the other direction. And so I just ask you to search, like look internally and ask yourself this, like this little tattoo from Phil, right? Them first. Like, what does that say? It doesn't say anything. It doesn't mean anything. No more than the sleeve on my arm means anything. Because who I am as a person isn't dictated by anything I put on the outside of my body that doesn't have anything to do with where I live or or, or what part of the neighborhood I'm in or or, or or any of that. How I dress, how I cut my hair, how I comb my hair, what I do, what I don't do, do I have facial hair, do I not? Am I aggressive, am I not? Like At the end of the day, it's, it's, about, it's about the fruit of our lives. And before I'm gonna tell you what mine are, I'm gonna try to observe close enough in you what yours are so that I can determine truly who you are as a person not based off my personal biases but based off of the way you act and the way you carry yourself and if you were savvy i would suggest that you do the same thing
0: i know you see me in your scope i'm the captain of the ship. you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof.